Pottercast is a Mischief Media podcast. Mischief Media is a new network from the team behind BroadwayCon, LeakyCon, and more. Our current podcasts are Pottercast, as well as Extraneous, a show that goes deep on stories we love and comes back with a little something extra, just like Pottercast. Right now, we're focusing on Supernatural and His Dark Materials, so go over and check it out. Also, check out Make New Mistakes, a show about being in business, being in charge, and being the ones to totally screw it up, featuring two women who are figuring it all out as we go. Now, enjoy Pottercast. The official podcast of the Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. You're wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion, and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is Jakey Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John, and Brack. Welcome to Pottercast number 291. Hello. I don't know why the number is still such an important part of our opening, but such as it is. It's important until we get to 300. I want to get to 300. Yes, and then we'll stop. I got to tell you, I'm really tempted to go and renumber our shows according to what they all should have been called. All these things that we did without numbers. I'm tempted to just go. Let's just go renumber. We'll be on like 320. And then we can be like, hey, Podcast 320. Don't worry. You didn't miss anything. (laughs) Don't worry about it. We just fixed our count. We're just gaslighting you. It's fine. Yes. It's actually the year 2021. Okay. I'm Melissa. Hello. I'm John. And I'm Fred. And you're listening to Pottercast. We talk about Harry Potter stuff. Music stuff here. We talk about the Harry Potter stuff. All right. What's been happening in the Harry Potter world, guys? <laughs> okay. So soon we have coming up our relook. Finally, our relook. We're going to talk about two th- things that uh, s- topics of interest in the first couple of chapters. Still, ch- things that are still topics of interest to us after all this time. I think is a good way to. After all this time, yeah. It's kind of it's like going through the books, but not. A summary. It's more of like, let's discuss these parts that we don't really talk about sometimes. Like, what yeah. slipped through yeah. the cracks? It's sort of like the opposite of like a bit by bit. I mean, if you're really getting into the, That's right. the details here. Just a, it's a something and a something. Issue by issue. Issue by issue at yeah. this point. Oh, this and that. Mystery by mystery. Mm-hmm. So, so a uh, couple quick things. LeakyCon is coming. Dallas in August Boston in October. Go to leakycon.com. We will be there. We're going to have an amazing time. Oh my gosh. Cannot wait. Lots of fun stuff coming. So please make sure you go get your tickets before it's too late. Who's going to be the special guest on the Pottercast at LeakyCon? I think we'll find out closer to the event because we just. Oh, we haven't announced that yet, huh? We haven't. uh, I've been looking at Photoshop this whole time and (laughs) seeing this person's face. But, you know, sometimes Jordan will just troll me and he'll throw in random actors. Does he do that? Uh, Yeah. Like like one one year it was like J.K. Rowling and David Yates. Oh, I think I know. That's so funny. So he just sends you the templates for you to get ready for the website. And yeah. It's got brand- <laughs> so I have to convert it into the code. And then, uh, but yeah, he'll put in, you know, headshots of people sometimes that are not the real ones. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I do think I know which one you're looking at. So I'll, I'll, I'll ask you off, off. Yeah. But we do have some guest announcements that are coming. Things are for some reason, for some reason this time, you know, people always ask, well, you just get all these guests and guys, it's a, pr- it's, it's a process and we it, have is. it takes a long time sometimes and getting celebrities to nail down anything is kind of hard sometimes so uh things take a minute but LeakyCon is going to be amazing and we'll have some of those announcements coming real soon sweet i cannot wait the other thing that to announce guys Pottercast is now part of the mischief media network oh my gosh do you know what that means i don't explain it to us <laughs> It means that we're a bunch of podcasts that are supporting each other that are all sort of run along the same theme, which is that it's basically that can't stop, won't stop aspect. We cannot stop talking about these things, so we just decided to make them into podcasts. Awesome. What kind of podcasts are on the network? Well, there's a bunch more coming soon, but the one that you can go check out now is called Make New Mistakes, and Mm. it's between me and Dakia Blackwell, who's the COO of Mischief, and we talk about 
mistakes and things that happen in business. And we are um, just happen to be two women. It's not about technically being women in business. And um, that's a little bit binary for our tastes. But it is about being in business. That I think the line is um, being in business, being in charge, and being the one to screw it all up. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. You know, it's important to make mistakes. It's just more important not to make the same mistake twice. Right? That's right, to make new mistakes. Exactly. Guys, you get me. It's almost get like it. I was at your panel. It's almost like you were at the panel. And it's almost it is, like it's I'm highly intuitive. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that too. No, but go check it out. It's just look up Make New Mistakes wherever you listen to podcasts. It's at newmistakes.mischiefmedia.com. It's really exciting. We get to tell some, honestly, some crazy st- Already in the first couple of episodes, we've told some wild stories about what has gone on in this whole wild world of building a business. And we hope to tell more and we hope to talk to some interesting people and we hope to sort of like D, what's the word? Demystify yeah. what goes on. Can, can I come business? on like a special episode where we just talk about old ones that we old screw I love ups? It. Like, it's <laughs> like I'm sure we can reach back and come up with some funny stories of all the ways that the server went down and <laughs> this, this, that, and the other. John, we made so many mistakes together. Oh yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, so many. Incre- Remember fifty five? That wasn't a mistake. <laughs> We made mistakes doing it. Hey, Pitties. Did we scrub hey, that Pitty. from the internet yet? Because no. I think that's something on the list of scrubbables. 55. It was amazing. Hey, Pitties. 55 yeah, awesome. is, was a type of marketing that we were doing before it was a type of marketing. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's true. Yeah. Remember when we just threw question marks all over the website just for fun? That wasn't a thing people did. No. Then. No, I mean, people weren't even really doing, uh, you know, site-wide April Fool's jokes uh, all that long ago. Remember Ask Peeves? Yes, these were all great and well-executed things. I don't know how this comes up in the list of old mistakes. These it's not mistakes, genius, but uh, <laughs> they were great. I helped decorate Le- Leaky for Christmas one time. I drew a bunch of pixies for you guys. <gasps> That's right! That was oh before my God. I was on the show. That was like one of my... I think it was my first things I did after I, I did the comic that you guys posted on the website. I, Frankie, we need to do more things like that now. I re- remember when Leaky just looked like Leaky, but de- decorated with icicles because you had redone all our graphics. <laughs> it was amazing. And people don't do that kind of thing mm. anymore. Yeah. You know? I think part of it for us is just, you know, us evolving Time. and growing as humans and being more. Yeah. The more adulting getting in the way, like, stop being an adult. But now you can do that so fast. I could send you a couple of graphics and be like, Frankie, throw some throw some icicles on this and you get it back to me in like 20 minutes. Well, yes, as long as I have that 20 minutes to do it. Well, that's the problem, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Anyway, uh, make new mistakes. And plus, and we'll have a couple of other ones out soon that I'll talk about on the next podcast. Ooh, fun. Yeah. And we're all just going to support each other and send you, because we think that if you're listening to podcasts, there's probably a high probability you'd be interested in some of the other things we're putting out there. That's true. Awesome. Okay. So relook begins now. The relook <laughs> is where we look at unresolved or maybe just still work worth conversation bits of the Harry Potter universe. And we and we're starting with Sorcerer's Stone chapters one and two, a couple of things that we think are still worth discussion after all this time. All right. Well should we just hop into you should it? Do spoiler oh, alert. Spoiler alerts if you have not read the first chapter of Harry Potter and the <laughs> Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> Turn it off. Turn it off. We're not going to warn you again. Con- consider turning on again. something else. Um, cool. Let's do it. Oh, I love that notion that someone hasn't read this yet and that's listening to that pod- this podcast. It's- How? Yeah, that they're listening to us, but they haven't read chapter well, one. I'm sure we actually had quite a few fans that well, just watched the movies and, that's and didn't fine, read the book. But are also concerned about spoiling the book. Oh, yeah. Like, would actually right, like, right. oh, no, no, don't spoil me. Like, dude. <laughs> name, name me... Uh, three things that happened in the first book that did not happen in the first movie. Ooh, that's a harder one to do because that one's actually pretty that's, fluffed out. That's um, really hard. But let me. Ooh, the potions in the, like the potion challenge. Yes, very There's good. There's a whole rumor to the troll one too. That's gone. Which one? There's no. Isn't there no dead troll in the rooms at the bottom? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the troll's gone again. Um, um we're hmm. the midnight duel. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Fluffy. Uh, the does the does the whole the thing with the dragon piecing yeah, out. Yeah, the dragon. That doesn't happen, oh, right? Norbert. That right. Like the whole like oh, we could we could have met Charlie. I'm so yep. sad yeah. we never got Charlie cast. It's such a shame. He was probably the cutest one. Did we never get a Charlie? No. Nope. 
Well, Never we got Bill, and Bill was supposed to be all like, I don't know. I wanted Bill to be much more attractive than he was. No offense <laughs> to the actor. Well, Dom, Dom Hall is Dom Hall is gr- he's great. He's great. He's great. But he's great. just he's not. I mean, like he looks. They look related. Jenny and him look related. So, Whoa! I'm just kidding. Was that supposed to mean something? Are they meant to look related? No, I'm just being silly because you know Jenny. I've always said that like Jenny's. I always thought Emma Watson was the hotness level of Jenny. And Jin sure. and Bonnie Hunt was like the cuteness level Bonnie of Bonnie Hunt. Right. Bonnie Wright, sorry. Bonnie <laughs> Could you imagine Bonnie how Hunt. happy Hank would be? <laughs> That's right. He loves Bonnie Hunt. I don't get that. He loves Bonnie Hunt. Remember the whole corn dog thing? And when he was Bonnie on our Hunt? show, what a throwback! I love that. That's a throwback. Him. That's 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 like ten years old right there. But he likes Bonnie Hunt. Yeah, remember how yeah. we drew him as? Or foods? do you mean Bonnie Wright? No, Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt. Because we Who's drew Bonnie? him as food, and we animated <laughs> it, and then I made a little Bonnie Hunt puppet in Photoshop with a yeah. snorkel on and a bunch of uh, a bunch of corn dogs behind her, and John made them like wiggle, and we animated just, it to you. Ha- with all it's on YouTube. Still. I I under I remember the animation. I don't know who the hell Bonnie Hunt. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were clarifying wrong actress. She's an actress. I'm sorry, Melissa. She's uh, uh, a You know Jumanji? Maybe. Uh, Jumanji. Emma. Emma. Yes, not Emma. Emma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not no. Her name's not Emma. It's but um. You're thinking of the right girl. I know Emma who you Hunt? mean. No. Uh, God, what's her name? Bonnie Bonnie Hunt. No. No, she's trying to think of a character in a movie, and I know what she's trying to think No, her name is not Bonnie Hunt, guys. What are you talking about? Jerry Jerry Maguire and Cheaper by the Dozen and Beethoven. But her name is not Bonnie. And Rain Man. (laughs) Are we really? Yeah, it's Bonnie Hunt. It's using Jumanji. Her name is Helen. Her name is Helen, (laughs) y'all. No, Bonnie Hunt. There's another one, too, though. She no. was in Jumanji. Her name is Helen Hunt. The song. Oh, yes, it is Helen Hunt. Yes, it's Y'all Helen Hunt. telling me I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. No, it's no, Helen no. Hunt. Sorry, Melissa. Who the hell is Bonnie Hunt? <laughs> Bonnie Hunt is another blonde actress. Bonnie Hunt. She was born in Chicago. I'm glad for her. No, but Bonnie Hunt is another blonde actress. She was previously married to John I agree Murphy. with you. I agree with you, but that had nothing to do with Hank. She was nominated for two Golden Globes. No, but that Hank, it was it was the Helen Hunt thing with Hank. Helen Hunt. Yeah. He sang the whole song about her. Yes, yes. Right. Sorry. Oh, my Hunt. God. That was a wild, like, um, like six degrees <laughs> of separation thing that just happened. That was there. a lovely <gasps> sprint down memory lane. <laughs> yes, it was. People also searched for Larry the Cable Guy and Owen Wilson. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> oh my goodness okay i do recognize bonnie hunt right. now bonnie I, hunt. i've seen her in many movies yes, but it yes, has yes. but she's not the one that hanged through corn dogs sure? no, animation no, no. i'm positive yes, I'm po- i want to saw her she's face in I, twister. Knew. I made I mean, yeah i made the i made the image <laughs> she's the one in twister yeah. okay and contact uh, no that's jodie sure. foster that's jodie foster Blonde actresses, you know. Okay, Sorcerer's Stone, chapter one. We get introduced to these Vernons. No, these Dursleys. These Dursleys. So an enduring question that yeah. that haunts us in the in the Harry Potter universe. Um, what happened to Lily Evans's parents? What do we think? We never hear from them again. It's weird. They're Harry's grandparents. Mm-hmm. Do you think they were killed? Couldn't they have taken him in? You know, it's like you would have think that this would have all been addressed super early, but this had been like a question for so long to the point where we suspected Harry could have been a like a great 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 grandkid of Godric Gryffindor. So we wanted to know who were all the parents. Give us all the genealogy, and you know, she kind of says outside of canon, you know, that you know they weren't anybody particularly. Um, you know, important in that way. Uh, and then this, then we get like the whole Percival uh, bit, you know, in Deathly Hollows. But as far as the Evans family, yeah, like you, he definitely would have went to a magical living, you know, relation if, if there was one. But it's strange that it never came up. Um, Snape killed them because he wanted Lily all to himself. Ooh. Wait, say that again. You think that Snape <laughs> no, killed No, I'm just being a troll. <laughs> Um, 2019 Snape love is non-existent. Do we think that Dumbledore? Yeah, that's that's fair. 2019 attitudes on Snape have changed. <laughs> yes, I like have. to say that my Wildly. attitude on Snape has been the same because he's always creeping me <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, that's fair. 
Oh, that's fair. He's mm-hmm. always been a jerk, but in today's culture, we're sort of more understanding the power structures, the mm-hmm. structures that keep people down and especially that oppress women and oppress um, other minorities. And the way that Snape acts is not okay. But you, you don't understand. Snape, he had a crush, and he <laughs> is entitled to crush. feel his feelings, you know, like returned. He and was it's entitled so, to that. He was entitled. He made his intent he's very a, clear. He's a nice guy. Why shouldn't he get everything oh, he wants? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but he loved her, and he was friend-zoned, and she should be punished mm, for that. He was forever friend-zoned, because, you know, there's... As soon as she turned him down, that was it. There was no chance of him ever finding love anywhere else with any other person. So No, and when he became fixated on her for his literal entire life, everything that he did was excused because of the love he had yeah. for this woman. Always. Who right? Always. Turned him down. It's too bad there was nobody in his life that could have kind of like helped him get through that or helped him kind of see. Are we know, talking about we don't the other jerk? The other manipulative Oh. But, you know, the other thing you could do is use that information kind of to, like, get what you want out of this guy. So, you know, but that's, you know, probably for an important reason. So that's fine. John, you're being so vague. I am, you know, a little, a little vague. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so what the hell were Evan's parents? Do you think, do you think that Dumbledore struck them out as possibilities for leaving Harry with them because of the 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 sort of abusive way they treated Petunia as opposed to well not abu- well, I don't know if abusive abusive is like maybe a hard word but the way that they favored Lily over Petunia and how that was a sort of negative way to treat people I honestly think they probably have just they were they deceased because I think it made it more interesting like and I don't mean to meta narrative here but it made it more interesting to have him come from a household in which he entered the wizarding world naively if he was with a loving parents that told him about that he would go into it excited and we'd have a whole different story so you think that by the time lily and petunia were separated or by the time lily died yeah. say that those parents were deceased but keep in mind that would make them like 50 in muggle terms? Yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah, and it's weird that they said that they died a normal death for muggles. Like, what normal muggle dies, like, in the early 50s. Yeah, exactly. So it's either not a normal death or they were alive and Dumbledore struck them out as possibilities to leave Harry with. It'd be lovely if, I mean, not lovely, but I think it would be more interesting, I guess, if Dumbledore, um, yeah, I guess he would just... Like, I guess the spell works. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, like, I don't... Do you think the parents would have allowed, like, would they come visit Petunia and be okay with, oh, their other, their other grandson living in a closet? Like, I, to me, it just thinks that, like, they weren't in a round. Like, maybe Petunia is estranged from her parents then. Yeah. So the internet says that they died ordinary deaths before 1981. So did they have Lily and, and Petunia... At an advanced age and died some sort of like, I don't know, what's a normal death when you're young? Do they both have heart attacks? Mm. What if they actually died in a car accident and that's how Lily got the idea to say his parents died in a car accident? But that's not a normal muggle death. Yeah, it is. Muggles only die in car accidents. I guess so. I guess that could be it. I mean, I would say like, I would say that to, to a wizard, that is like a muggle thing. Like why on earth? With, like, that's something that would never happen to them. So I could see them categorizing that as typical muggle. Kind of like, that's a mortal death. Nothing supernatural happened there. Like, Willow couldn't bring them back from the dead because it was a normal death. I'm talking about Buffy mm. now. I'm just being silly. But Willow <laughs> did bring Buffy back because it wasn't a normal death. No, exactly. Because she had a mystical death. So he, they were allowed her to bring her back. When she tried to bring Tara back, the guy was like, no, she died a mortal death. And she got all yeah. crazy. I mean, it's okay. like it was the right call to bring her back because she was in hell like the whole time, and that would have been a terrible thing. Does that mean everybody who's in hell should be rightfully brought back? I mean, if you're Willow and you can do it. Yeah, I'm reading the Historic Materials series right now. Ooh, Rereading. Yeah. I'm so excited for uh, that show. See me too. And um, there's a whole journey through the underworld in that too, and it's very exciting. I need to go back to that series. I don't remember that part. Uh, I started reading book one and I ended up in book three in like a week. So well, you're a little Miss Fast reader. No, but you should do it. It's Frankie. They're so good. Oh, I know. I've re- I've read them in the past. Um, 
And so I want to go back to them. I like I I've always I always tell people that if someone had to if I had to choose between having I get a Harry Potter wand or I can have everybody in the world have like a demon, like their soul being outside of their body, I would definitely pick that so we could all have our demons with us. I think that'd be I amazing. I would love to have a demon. I would love it so much. We are not talking about Harry Potter at all right now. We should do no. this in the we should do this in the drums. Yeah, it's true. I just read a really interesting theory somebody had about the whole who are the parents and all this stuff. Uh, they're saying, what if Lily pulled a Hermione at the beginning of Deathly oh. Hollows and erased the parents' memories for their protection and then was never able to undo <gasps> it and then they just lived the rest of their lives? I love that idea. Never knowing about Harry or magic or any of it. I'm going to throw cold water on it. Would Dumbledore have been able to undo it? I don't think so. I mean, because like memory charms are... I guess Dumbledore would have known if, they had li- if she had living parents. Also... Hermione was able to do that to those parents because, like, just eliminating as big of a deal as it is, the memory of a child is one thing, but if these people grew up with magic, you're going to erase all magic. That's a huge, right? f- from their very f- fundamental years, right, thing though? to erase, and that's, like, impossible. You, you couldn't do that and let them continue to function in society. Like they Who? The, the, her parents? Her yeah, parents, if you're yeah. magical. Well, her parents are muggles, her parents but are if muggles, you are yeah. magical. But that idea of, like, I'm going to erase somebody's memories means they will erase the idea of magic or will it will will being a muggle be the same thing as being a witch whereas you can erase their memories but you can't erase the fact that they have these innate abilities i don't know well the magic would probably spill out given the logic that they've 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 shed in this universe before there'd be some form of that as an adult i imagine if you like mind wipe someone into not being a witch or wizard um it would have also had to have wiped Petunia. Cause, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Does Petunia think her parents are dead, or did she get her own mind yeah. wiped in that theory? I like that theory, though. That's fun. I like it. I like it better than Dumbledore killing him. And, like, Petunia always talks about how irritated she was with, like, the parents because of, you know, being so impressed with the sister and all of these things. Uh, and, like, you know, she kind of hated hated James in the end for, you know, basically causing the death of her sister in, in her mind just by being associated mm-hmm. with him and all of these things. But never blaming for, like, the death of the parents. Like, that never comes up. Um, when she says... Remember there was that thing that we talked about one time where she was talking about that disgusting boy and we always assumed it was James, yeah. but it was actually Snape. Is that what you're talking Definitely. to? Yeah. That's what made me think like, oh, what is Snape killed him? That's why I was saying that. Honestly, that was Ooh. the line between like Harry Potter fan and Muggle at the time. All the Muggles would be like, oh yeah, or they wouldn't even look twice at it, but all the fans immediately were like, that's Snape. That's, she's talking about Snape. I remember vividly Petunia talking in book five about that and literally... Right after that, the fandom exploding with, oh, she's definitely not talking about James. Oh, yeah, because especially after the flashback and everything. Yeah, but it was one of those great clarifying things between some random random person who sort of liked Harry Potter oh, yeah, yeah. and real fans oh. in the day. <laughs> Such you know? ownership. Nice. Like a litmus test. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, so other things in the first chapter that are still worth puzzling over. Where is Sirius? I don't... How come... So Hagrid gets... Runs into him and gets the motorbike, but Sirius is Harry's godfather and he doesn't try and get him. That is why I'm so confused. Yeah. Like, why he gave him the motorcycle and then, oh, he went after Peter. Yeah, but like, okay, maybe this is just calling Sirius a bad godfather, but like, this is what being a godfather is. This is your role in this moment, which is to protect your godchild. But I think he, I, this, I think this would be it falls into the category of him realizing like he he was the only secret keeper and so he mm-hmm. like he knew now without a shadow of a doubt like oh my gosh it's peter like he cuz yeah. he like there was just cuz he peter was the only one that could do this yeah. and so and he was the only one that knew that so he and he's really smart at least when he was younger before he got all crazy in the prison um and emotionally manipulated harry so many ways um yeah but this is when he was healthy. And so he was smart enough to get out of the way to make to try to make a run for Peter, right? Or did this is this the yeah, explosion? Well, oh, that's right. Cause like the like, sorry, real quick. Sorry, I'm just clarifying. There no, are two like there's the explosion that killed Voldemort. 
And then there's the explosion that Peter does when he cuts his finger off, right? Well, the explosion doesn't kill Voldemort. The rebounding curse kills Voldemort, and that causes the I'm sorry, the destruction. that's what I meant. I meant as a description. It's not a sure. reason. Um, but but Pettigrew, uh, not Pettigrew, uh, Sirius, um, I don't know, like, what? how would the story have been different if Sirius is like, well, I'm Harry's godfather, I better go get him. There wouldn't be no story. It's not one of those things that's like, oh, well, it's the plot, so it's the plot. If Sirius had taken in Harry, there would still be a story. Harry would still be the chosen but one. But he couldn't so, have taken in Harry, right? Because of, this, of the blood. He needed the blood for that spell. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure Dumbledore could have conjured some other protection born of the fact that Sirius was Harry's godfather. I don't know. Also, why did Dumbledore... So so in that in that moment, Dumbledore, I guess... Well, but Dumbledore believed that Sirius was the one who broke the secret also. Everybody believes that. Yeah, but I mean, I do like the idea of like how, like thinking just like fundamental pontificate fanfic ish. Like, okay, let's pretend. What would have been? Like, if, if that's, if like Sirius was all like, um, give me the bait, give me Harry. And then he rode off on his own motorcycle with Harry and yeah. took him to Dumbledore. And then Dumbledore, and let's pretend, yeah, Dumbledore needed blood because it was blood magic that's the strongest. And so, like, he needed to live with the Dursley mm-hmm. still. But I would imagine knowing Sirius, Sirius would have never suffered Harry to be in the condition he was treated. He would have been like, okay, you're oh. living. Oh, it probably would have been you living with him. For- no, he has to be able to call it home. So I guess he wouldn't. Would Harry have turned out a little bit like Draco? Would Harry have been? Sirius would have sort of been excited about Harry's fame, right? Like Maybe, but look. Once Harry was adult enough to be conscious of it wouldn't they have had a time together living it up like wouldn't harry be a little bit more self-absorbed if he was living with sirius yeah but i i think again we have to like if we're if we need to remember the like the the words of the spell is like harry had to consider it home like in his heart for that spell is that the to words work. of the spell yeah and that's Do why we know th- yeah and so that's why he couldn't move out where does it say that or I don't remember where specifically. I think it was. I thought it was the. I thought it was like blood magic. It is, but like you had to. He had to consider. He had to. Had his home had to be with a relative of blood. That's where the spell resided. I, that's true, but I also think that there was probably similar magic in living with the person that you're. Well, I I, I realize that, decreed. but I'm just saying for this exercise, I like the narrative sure. that like uh, of like just the tension that. That um, you would ha- like, Sirius would have to yeah. walk with like wanting to be a father figure to Harry, but knowing if he became too much a father figure, that could be a detriment to him because he would lose the biggest protection that Dumbledore was able to give him. I just like that. But, that it's kind of like pushing daisies. How the two main characters can never actually I kiss. Never saw it. Oh well, you it, that's set up in the first episode. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Sorry, it's set <laughs> it's up like, in the like first 20 episode. Twenty years. Twenty years <laughs> later. Well, in the first book, of everything today. <laughs> anyway, but. You know, um, Harry would have also benefited from greater protection in the Wizarding World if he didn't have to hide out with muggles all this time. Yeah. He would have been able to come to school a little more prepared. He yeah. wouldn't have been, like, getting himself into stupid, dangerous situations out of ignorance. All sorts of things. I, I thought he had to stay with her. I, I, that's all I always gathered. Because otherwise, wouldn't Dumbledore... Dumbledore could have... McGonagall says it in the first half. Isn't there a Wizarding World, like... That, uh, are we talking about why he stayed with uh, Dursleys and not Sirius? Yeah. Or no, we're talking about what would have happened if Sirius had taken him in. Oh, oh. I see. You know, it's crazy because, like, we have no reason to believe that, like, Sirius didn't come check on Harry first and go there with Dumbledore and whoever the hell else. And, like, uh, we don't because you know, Sirius gives Hagrid his motorbike. And it's, yeah. and it's like 24 hours later that he tracks down Pettigrew. And it's not like there's that many places. Sirius even, I think, says he went straight to Pettigrew's hiding spot. But like, I mean, the, like the other huge thing that happened that night is Voldemort vanishing. Mm-hmm. So if you're this organization that you have this whole, you know, club that's about fighting this guy <laughs> and he disappears... I think you're going to have a meeting about it and that might last a day before you figure out what to do with this baby who's in no immediate danger as far as you understand. Yeah, and I take it back around 24 hours. Sirius would have seen that Pettigrew was the secret keeper and less than 24 hours later have, 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 uh, well, but I don't see this is, this is where we get into the missing 24 hours problem that nobody made J.K. Rowling a timeline (laughs) in the early times because Dumbledore and them are Dumbledore and McGonagall are hanging out all day 
after Sirius has uh, the world knows that pe- that you know Sirius if you're if you're not Sirius or Pettigrew if you are Sirius are the is the secret keeper but Dumbledore chills there the whole day and doesn't know this and certainly it it can't be that Dumbledore is escaping the news that Sirius has uh killed Pettigrew as it were as the news were was in that day so there's this 24 hours of just blank time where nobody's doing anything but i guess partying <laughs> everybody was just too hungover i mean probably some partying um but maybe also wondering like if he's actually gone that's true no one nobody would have been there to see it happen and so far from assume that he was killed they probably thought maybe he yeah, was but, gonna attack somebody else but the 24 hours we're talking about start after dumbledore's already talking about all the parties he passed on the way Right. So that's, you know, that's like, hmm. no, the Wizarding World knows he's gone and is excited about it. And Dumbledore is chilling on the wall. And you can't, I can't imagine Dumbledore doesn't hear immediately when 13 muggles die because Sirius stalked down Pettigrew, you know? Yeah. So that has to happen the next day. Mm. Yeah, because like P- Pettigrew was on a street. We, we we have the scene. We've seen the scene through. Well, we haven't seen it. We just his retelling of it. We did it at LeakyCon. Yeah, that you was that? fun. That was really really that was was such a good fun. good idea. It was a really fun thing. It was great. Um, oh, and Nick was so good as, as Peter. Oh my goodness, Nick Lang as Pettigrew uh, was amazing. Was so good as him. Um, okay, so yeah, I don't because like I, he, <laughs> well, I, I, don't... I would imagine what like i guess Sirius's timeline was he's aware of it and when he's he rides his motorcycle there sees that it has happened he leaves his motorcycle with hagrid apparates away is looking for peter and eventually mm. finds him we'll assume well, the negative we have to just Takes assume the negative space in his schedule is just finding that and being arrested because when he's dropping him off they haven't said oh that's right cuz yeah he's just he mentions Sirius and Dumbledore isn't even upset over it. Like, right? He just, so he's not even... Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait, shouldn't Dumbledore be upset that he borrowed a shouldn't. motorcycle from, uh, from the guy who killed the Evanses? You're absolutely right, Frankie. Oh, my shouldn't goodness. Shouldn't Dumbledore be upset? I didn't yeah. realize... I was assuming that this happened. I figured he dropped, he wow. dropped him off later. 20 years later, I'm just having that realization right now, too. Shouldn't Dumbledore be like, what? The young Sirius lent you that motorbike? Wait a the second. The one that broke the Fidelius charm? Or did he know that... Right. No, he, he couldn't have known because... He did not. Because that they would have been a huge last plot point in the third book. Yeah, they changed it at the last minute. Nobody knew. Nobody knew it was Pettigrew. Except for Sirius. And that's why Sirius knew to run mm-hmm. right off. So everyone mm-hmm. else... Does he? Does Dumbledore? Oh my goodness! Does Dumbledore actually <laughs> say Sirius in the first chapter? No, Hagrid says Sirius lent it to me or whatever the hell Hagrid I mean, uh, yeah, says, sorry. and nobody reacts. Sirius's name is mentioned. Sirius. Oh yeah, so no, Sirius's name is mentioned. That's why in book three, it's such a shock to the system when you realize that Sirius's name has been mentioned in book one. How yeah. did I not see this before? Again, same. <laughs> it's there. What? Yeah. How is that not but a thing? It's very strange. Can we can we tweet her now? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's been very active on Twitter lately, as as you know. I know. Um, do it, Frankie. Or, tweet at her. I'm gonna do that right now. You guys talk while I formulate a tweet real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Frankie's writing a tweet to J.K. Rowling because he's so astonished. We're just like, why did they not like say like, ah, yeah, f that serious, but or or like, oh hey, you got that from serious? That's evidence. Or <laughs> well, let's let's word this together. Wait, why did Dumbledore not react <laughs> <love> this. <laughs> to Hagrid saying he borrowed the car of the people who killed? Harry's parents. And now I'm going to think, I'll filter that to be more coherent. <laughs> and that's my thought. Now you guys discuss and I will read it when I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. That's Crazy. a big, that's a, you're right. That's a joke. How come nobody was like, oh, serious? You mean the guy who's enemy number one right now because Voldemort's off the chart. So now it's serious black. It's just crazy that we, you know, we read this so long ago and here we are in 2019 and there is a ride at Universal Studios where you ride in serious black's motorcycle I know. with Hagrid <laughs> and, and a sidecar. 
It's insane. That just makes me think that like the motorcycle was just uh and then why did Sirius get an oversized motorcycle? I'm realizing now. Like he barely fit on that thing. He looked like a little kid riding a thing around because Hagrid clearly right. fits on it. And he's a right. giant. Well, Hagrid's meant to look huge on it though, right? This is clearly oh, this makes me think that the back that was just such a like a backward engineered thing. Like she had the motorcycle, like, ah, I'll give it to Sirius. It's just Hagrid's size fluctuates so darn much. Or it's magic and it changes shape. That's fair. It's no, I think that if it fits on Hagrid, maybe Sirius was just being, you know serious about it all he was you know show-offy and wanted a giant motorcycle that's cute i like that i could i could and I could he like that. it's a giant's motorcycle yeah you know he's cool about it <laughs> okay <laughs> or it's funnier that hagrid is just kind of squeezing on it that's probably a cuter image i re- i'm really i hope you'll tweet us your theories or send us your theories to staff because i want to know what you think about this? Have we found a new plot hole that honestly in 20 plus years I've never heard discussed? Right? Yeah. It's also kind of interesting to think no other wizard that we know of has a motor vehicle besides Arthur. And that vehicle also has like huge presence in the plot too. So like yeah. it's interesting, A, that like the only other wizard that we know of having one, you know, prior to Hagrid was, was serious. And what, what did he use it for? When did he ride it? And how did Dumbledore not recognize yeah. it? Also, how many more? If that's the ones that we know, how many other magical vehicles are there? Right. And what department in the ministry would be in charge of making sure that those are, <laughs> you know, under control and uh, not, you know, causing havoc with the muggles? Don't know. Tune in next week. <laughs> Tune in next week. I mean, guys, like, I I think that's a big old relook that we should just... I'm just flabbergasted still. I'm sorry. Well, this is what relook is going to be like, guys. We're going to find the most minuscule plot holes. What'd you say, John? That we should just change this segment to, what what about that? What about that? Because it's basically just like, hey, chapter two, what about about that? I like it. I like that, yeah. Let's do it. What about that? What about what about that? What is what the hell happened in chapter two that we're gonna? Uh, we're about? gonna talk about Arabella Fig, but I think we should do it next week. To be honest, we have a mischief corner oh, coming. Sure. We have the drums. We have a lot of stuff. Arabella Fig, like my brother-in-law's favorite character in the is whole really? series, is Arabella Fig. Who's that favorite? A pole? Just for no for no random reason whatsoever. Oh gee, I wonder what that's like, Dolly. <laughs> I know. It's fun to be like the biggest fan of a very small group of people who like something. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what about this? What about that? What about that? What about that? You can use Hamilton. What about that? And next time we'll get into chapter two. Awesome. So John and I had such a fun weekend together last weekend at Pod oh, yeah, How was it? Pod X. It y'all. was so good. It was right across the street from the Taylor Swift Educational Center. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Which is a fact. I took a selfie with it because I was like, holy shit, Taylor Swift. Yeah, it was just nice to walk around a con with John and not you'd be super busy and be able to spend some time Ugh. together. Yes, it was so great. And I'd be hounded for autographs the whole it time. It was really like, weird being the least, the least interesting podcasters in a podcasting convention. <laughs> yeah. I was saying to people, I'm like, normally I go to these conventions and we're the only podcast. So, like, when they say there's going to be a live podcast, that's like an automatic, like e-ticket attraction and here it's like oh wait a minute like there's all sorts of podcasts and like y'all's one's not even like in any way a big podcast compared no, to these podcasts not at all but I'll, like, s- I'll say that um, we're really excited about PodX and whatever the heck the future is with PodX and we'll talk about it more yeah. every year but it was such a delightful crowd of people who are really interested in creation yeah the Nashville people were so cool and fun, and I miss Nashville. I was there for a whole year, and I was bummed I couldn't go. I was so like not expecting what I encountered when I went to explore this city. It was uh, really cool, and um, not that I expected it to be uncool, but like it was just way more. There was so much more happening at like. 12 o'clock at night on the weekend in the middle of downtown than I expected to see them. Oh yeah, that honky-tonk scene is cool, right? It's lit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was in my pajamas just wandering around trying to find some open restaurant for food (laughs) at like 11.30, and I took one of those bird scooters, and I just started, you know, going down the block, and then I hit a wall of people to the point where I had to abandon the scooter, 
and walked the rest of the way and I, I, it looked like I had just walked into like some kind of cowboy town square. There was cowboy people as far as I could see and um, like all dressed up nice and looking like way more cool than me in my gym shorts and uh, t-shirt and I was just like kind of shocked. I started taking pictures like a tourist and didn't even end up finding any food and I got the heck out of there but it looked like a really fun place to, to go if you were there with like you know you know some friends and maybe not your pajamas and all that but very cool would go back would bring would bring folks would bring, would what? bring what I would I would bring people there just for the vacation of it because it looked like fun. Yeah, it's great. Like there's this place called if I would have remembered, I would remind you guys to check out a place called Pinewood Social. It's like this mm. it's a bowling alley that's also a restaurant and bar. Oh, it's fun. so cool. And I went there mm. one time and with my friends and Reese Witherspoon bowled two lanes down from me. And one time I waited, I waited what? and I made sure to bowl exact same time as her and 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 it's on my Instagram. Well, frack fracko Instagram. Oh my gosh. If you hit a strike, she would have seen it. Yes. She would have looked at you and she would have been like, dang, Frankie. Yep. I'm like, hi, you're Rachel Green's sister. <laughs> That's what you're famous for. <laughs> That's what I like her for. That's funny. Well, we missed you, Frankie, oh and we hope that at the next Pod X or whatever it is, um, keep close to Podcast for News, uh, that you'll yes. that we'll all be there together. Yeah. Yeah. Drake and the Malfoys came on. Mike from Potterless came on, uh, as you yeah, all heard in the last so episode, cool. which is on the feed by now. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. And we all somehow managed to like tie slash all lose at once on the duel. That was rough. Uh, we have to actually duel. have rules on that game. <laughs> well, I think it's just very difficult to not go head to head on that. That's game what I'm because. saying. We have to have people just going back to back, head to head, and you can't be like, "Oh, did you lose? It's fine. Just keep going." We were all very Hufflepuff. We all had game. one mulligan. We had a lot of mulligans. Uh, we no, said I we had one mulligan. One mulligan each. But sometimes it's about playing the game, not winning the game. Yeah. That's absolutely true. No. But then the game goes on too long and you think, what am I doing? <laughs> now now right. I'm just naming spells. Yeah. Right. So in the future, good, notes to have. Good times were good had. Good times were had by all. Um, Frankie, did you say that you wanted to read the historic materials? Oh, uh, yeah. I need to reread it. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. very... I, I did not know until the finale of Game of Thrones, which we should talk about. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the, the trailer before it, uh, and I was like, we? "What?" And I looked it up. It's going to be a whole series. Apparently, oh yeah, Lin Manuel Miranda is in it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's I, a BBC listen. production though, so it's, yes, BBC, it's BBC and production. HBO has just yep. distribution rights. Yeah. So does that mean it's, it's aired in the in BBC already or no? Uh, my feeling is it'll be simultaneous. It's too global. They're not going to like. Okay hold it. Yeah. It's going to be the same as Game of Thrones, right? Like, oh, I hope so. It wasn't a BBC production, but it's going to be... Listen, I have loved these books for more than 15 years, and I am... I, I opened one page of the first book, and suddenly I'm on book three. I, I just... I love them so much, and I forgot. You gotta slow down. No, I gotta just finish them and go back and start again. What are you talking about? I mean, and I may have news about on that topic. What are you reading? Six hundred books a year over there? How are you doing this? That is not possible, my friend. If you want to retain any facts, I could have sworn that you were just talking about reading six hundred books. That was a year. another CEO. That was another oh, okay. CEO. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can read 600 books a year. I don't know how you retain any information that's useful to your brain. Because it's not just about reading. It's about thinking. You know? Well, we got to, like, highlight things. And get, get your highlighters out. Oh, highlighters. We're past highlighters. But you have to, like, be thoughtful about the things you read. Well, I mean, I would say that... Yeah. Reading is an exercise in intellectual flexing and thinking. So reading for the point of reading is like if you're reading for the, the badge of like look how yeah. many books I read, then like okay, cool. But are you bettering? Are you are you learning? Are you are you experiencing? Mm. Right. You can let me let me ask you this question. If you're bad at spelling like me, let's just say hypothetically, would reading more books uh, help you become a better speller? Without question. Without question. It's oh. a it's a it's a context. Bree's been trying to tell me I need to read more because my spelling is terrible. It's true. It's context. You're unlikely to misuse the different your yeah. and yours if you're so used to seeing them in the right context. Mm, that's true. That is true. Yeah. And also that other words as well. Oh, also, I've decided I'm going to say it now on the podcast. Hold me accountable to finish this. Instead of just tweeting uh -huh. it, I'm going to do a drawing of it, 
And so I'm gonna Ooh. I'm gonna have a drawing of Hagrid like poking, like holding a little hairy, going, "Hi, hey, borrowed it from Sirius." And Dumbledore's gonna go, "From who?" And turn around like. That I love way. it. So I'm gonna do that. I love it. I love it. All right, Internet, hold him to it yeah. at frack Freckle. Yeah, because if anything, you'd think like, is Hagrid in on this? Like, is he the <laughs> one I should really trust with Harry right now? Like, he's driving like the vehicle of the man that was responsible for all right? this. Well, I mean, I just right? maybe I'm hopefully Doesn't I'm that forgetting make him an something accessory? obvious. Is wild. Unless Dumbledore never suspected Sirius from the beginning, which, would make which if that's the Dumbledore case, pretty dumb. why haven't you been advocating for the past 13 years to get the man out of jail? Dumbledore, right? No, he clearly did because he like freaked out in the like. Well, like, do you remember how totally cool he was with the kids, like you know, helping Sirius yeah, escape like, that's the only, little prison that when he, he was? Yeah, meant but that's to only be. when he realized that he had been wrongly accused for all these years. Like the penny dropped for Dumbledore, right? Like Dumbledore. Didn't. Yeah, that's the whole point of the time turner. That's that whole point of that sequence. Yeah. He's like, two people could be saved tonight. I mean, what about what about like book three here? Like, when the hell did Dumbledore figure out that Sirius didn't do it? When they were all locked up. Them. Yeah. And he hears the whole story. Who, who, well, who he heard. Locked up? Dumbledore he heard wasn't the, there. Didn't he talk to Sirius? Didn't he hear the whole story from Sirius and Snape? Because from remember, Sirius, like, Snape remember, was like knocked out. Dumbledore. Oh, so Snape heard it. Snape and then Snape told Dumbledore, and Dumbledore believes. No, like it was Dumbledore settled. See, Pity Predator on the map. No, I'm sorry, you guys, real quick. It's it was settled because the Dementors are going up to kill him now, and so that's why he went down there and told Hermione to turn back three times so they could fix it. But that's not the only reason. He didn't stop the Dementors just because he didn't like Dementor deaths. He knew that Sirius was innocent. Yeah, that's what I meant. But then why didn't he go in there and get rid of, like, say, hey, don't screw with this man. He's an innocent man. Peter Grew's alive. He's on the map. Like, why send the kids back to do this? Because he had no proof, and the, the ministry was suspicious, and he had no proof. Ah, uh, he stumbled the door yeah. I agree. I agree with you in theory, John. <laughs> I mean, I agree, too, I mean, but at the same time, there are some things you have to let happen when you're building a story. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, there's no exactly. conflict. Right, you can't have a character that can just walk True. in and violate the rules of everything unless she's McGonagall, and then we'll find we'll, we'll yeah. find out why eventually. Next time on you know Minerva Cast, Minerva like Cast. Frankie, you you missed it at Podex. We oh, we really? had some good chats with some people oh, yeah. about. Uh, actually, came up with like an interesting theory from. Ooh, give it to uh, me. So all this talk about why, why is McGonagall in Fantastic Beasts and all of this, and they screwed up the dates or whatever, or did they? Uh, what if McGonagall, uh, particularly being the one most associated with time turners and this and that, what if she went forward in time? And that's yeah. why what if the her... age discrepancy is okay. What if she went 20 years into the future I would for some reason? I would love that if that was canon. I would love it. If like if she did it's a spell gonna... and it accidentally yes. shot her 20 years in the future or something, that'd be charming to me gonna take some explanation she still gives a year that she started at hogwarts so unless she was lying which is totally possible right because it would have been so illegal to have been fucking around with time but the, no i'm saying this isn't like the most probable explanation i've ever heard it will just take some explaining well i mean <laughs> less explaining yeah. them than other explanations it's not impossible though which is exciting because it's like yeah it's not impossible i think that's a great idea for a character i think it would be like a shame to like I don't, not a shame. Like, if that happened, now I want to know that story. Like, I, that can't be a, like, mm -hmm. I don't want that to be an anecdote. I want that, now I want to know, like, right. you can't tell me yeah. one of my favorite witches jumped 20 years in the future. I want to know how, because <laughs> yeah. she's amazing. Like, Gmogel's one of my favorite we'll characters. Know. And so, Hopefully we'll know. I can't, yes. I don't know. I hope that if... Like Captain America Gonagall over Well, here. I hope that if it's true, they're not just like, oh yeah, and McGonagall jumped 20 years. Now you know. <laughs> I just, yeah. you know, totally. I mean, it's like if, you know, the Colin Creevy was petrified for like 20 years, would he age 20 years or would he be like unpetrified and he would have like time jumped in his own mind? Uh, I don't think he would have been aged. If you're petrified, that's like a. Wait. That's a petrified. Like, there's not like a like human. Like, it's not like a coma. He doesn't need to continue to be like fed. In no, it's like state. cryogenics. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so like, it would be like do you think wizards use this kind of magic for any other reason than just to, like the mandrakes are cute? If like, Colin, if, if Colin Creevy was petrified and not petrified because that's petrificus totalis is different than like 
petrified yeah. like with the, the Nagini because that means you're dead. Yeah. But I know what you're saying. If he was like petrified in the way that you mean for 20 years, he could also like wake yeah. up and be like, oh, I'm 40. I just look 20. Right. So like, was he 40 or did, was he 20? Well, that's and, his like, choice, I think. But I mean, he would be I, a... But he was petrified for like 100 years or 200 years, well beyond a normal life. What did Rip Winkle Could say? he continue to live the rest of his life or would he just kind of like... You know, he'd become unpetrified and his body would turn to ash because, like, he's not meant to be alive anymore. Like, I have a question. I think it would be different. It, it was the spell to stop movement or was the spell to stop time? If the spell well, was, was just to stop looking movement, at the best, then I think then they would probably decay a little bit. If it was to stop time, then it'd be more like a cryogenic thing because it's like it's stopping time. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's like. It was it was the basilisk, right? And the basilisk, you know, you that would make for a very valuable animal at that point. I think that I think people would die from that because the whole point was to kill it outright, and so I think the result. Would no, be to the kill basilisk it. people like die. If he, if he woke up twenty years later, he's dead. No, I mean the you die like the, when the basilisk hits you, you die. It's not that you wake up twenty years later and you die. You just period die. So you're not talking about well, petrification. You're talking about something else that's like petrification. Well, that was what happened to the to Creepy though, because he looked at it through the lens and it was like a distorted right. version of that basilisk magic. But he could have just invented like a very powerful means of like prolonging somebody's life or letting them kind of travel to the future in like a way very that sketchy just a very simple little mandrake sure. is gonna like a, be the only thing involved to... it's a very sketchy way of doing business when you need a basilisk to do it <laughs> yeah i mean it's a very dangerous ingredient yeah. to the you know magic and all but probably uh, not especially since the basilisk was ba that basilisk was like the only one they knew about for yeah it just also makes it very irresponsible then to just kill the only you know, living specimen. It's not irresponsible to kill. Okay, world. this is this is the point at which the drums has gone completely off the rails. <laughs> like, I mean, come on, Dumbledore. I think it's time we wrap it up, ladies and jelly spoons. Jelly spoons. All right, fine, Gersh. By the time by the time we argue that the basilisk was wrongly executed, I think we've we've run the well, course. Well, you know, you just you think about the slughorns of the world who are like, man, like I would have loved to collect some basilisk venom. Like, surely you could have contacted all like the magical you know scientists out there who like want. Slughorn can still collect basilisk venom. Ron does it in book seven. He just wasn't inventive enough. I mean, there would have been more to go around. <laughs> Okay, Slytherin. All right, uh, it's time to pack it in, ladies and jelly worms. Okay, Dag. And everybody well, who is not a lady or a jelly worm. Jelly worm. Flubber worms. Something. We're along the whole spectrum. Uh, okay. What do we say? We say that keep twiddling all of your <laughs> dials. Get Frankie. The next password is Sirius did what? <laughs> keep each other safe. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Missed it. W3. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. 